was a rumble in the jungle once I heard dad was outside again counting birds And mama plugged in the nightlight and I saw the queen of the world Welcome to the Golden Hour Birth Podcast. I am your co-host Liz and I'm your co-host Natalie and tonight we are back with our fourth mini episode and we're going to be talking a little bit about anxiety and depression medication before, during, and after pregnancy, and just kind of our own our own personal journeys with it. So, Liz, if you want to kind of start out, have a change about. Sure. Uh, yeah. So, I'm pretty open about you know my postpartum journey and my anxiety and all that. And then I think in Vivian's episode, I did talk a little bit about how I had some depression during my pregnancy. And then afterwards is when I started feeling a little bit of anxiety coming back in. And then that's when I started taking medication. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when I was postpartum with Arthur, I didn't take medication and I felt like there was I don't know, kind of a stigma around taking medication for mental health. I didn't really know much about anxiety or depression just because I had never dealt with it before. Um, so when I started going to therapy, it wasn't really like suggested too much. They were like, Oh, well, you can do this or this or, you know, medication. It, it wasn't like something I was like, Oh, tell me more about that. So I never like learned more about it. Uh, I I guess, you know, you are in the thick of postpartum, first of all, and you already have these like pressures on you to like be, you know, a good mom and like be happy and kind of do it all, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. You And like, there's also pressure that we should just know it all too. So that's just like, you know, yeah, I was always asking you questions like. How, when do I feed him? When do I do this? Or like, how much should I feed? You know, and you're like, I don't know, figure it out. <laughs> but along, you know, with that, I just didn't really feel like, I didn't want to feel like weak or something, you know, like, yeah. Even though now, obviously, I know taking medication is not a sign of weakness, like whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, but, you just feel like, oh, I can change my mindset. I can, you know, work harder to be happy. <laughs> Which, like, thinking about it now, you're like, what? Or <laughs> if I was just, like, a better mom, I would be happier. I don't know. You know, these are just, like, the thoughts that were going through my head at the time. Yeah. It was just not something I looked into too much but i did look into i did take like cbd oil which did help my anxiety but then when like the depression started that's when i was kind of like okay this isn't something i can this is not like a mind over matter like thing you know (laughs) with anxiety with my anxiety i feel like i could like talk myself down a little bit Mm -hmm. with different tactics but with the depression you can't just be like why are you feeling depressed? Like, there's no reasoning behind it, you know? Like, yeah. I was very happy. Like, I 
had two, you know, healthy children, a wonderful husband, a great job, you know, like all these things. But like there was just something missing. So I felt like that's when I was like, okay, let's explore some medication. Mm -hmm. Did like your therapist suggest it at the time or were you going to your primary care doctor? So I was seeing a therapist during, I saw a therapist postpartum with Arthur. It didn't continue with her. Then I saw a therapist during my pregnancy with Vivian and I didn't vibe well with her. And then mm-hmm. I just kept like thinking like, oh, I'll find a new one. Mm-hmm. Also, this was during COVID. So there was no in-office visits and I didn't like doing the telehealth visits. And so I just never got around to that. So when I felt the depression and the anxiety coming back in, I, I reached out to my OB and he prescribed okay. like, I guess it's just like a, this is your first step kind of thing. The mm-hmm. loft. So I started that. Then I didn't like the side effects. I was like clenching my jaw a lot and having headaches. I think this was also the time when I was switching OBs because the OB I was seeing didn't wouldn't prescribe birth control because he's Catholic. So I was like finding a new OB. Might get my IUD. <laughs> like so. Anyways, I found a psychiatrist. Okay, telehealth and talk to her about like my symptoms or my side effects and my symptoms and she really really helped like I felt like she was like super knowledgeable about like postpartum mental you know mental health issues and also obviously medication so like I feel Mm -hmm. like she was a really good person to help find the right medication and combination I'll share my part of like my experience but also like I don't know if like I have they like this pregnancy I've had like more of a desire to start but I'll just kind of like go from there I guess yeah trying to form formulate all my thoughts <laughs> so with like depression medication and anxiety medication I never was on it like prior to pregnancy I never like really had sign or symptoms and if I was like feeling down it was usually because my thyroid was off so I have hypothyroid so it's an under underactive thyroid and like just compared to like some people I talk to mine is like very very much underactive like my doctors are like always surprised at how how high my dosage dosages are of medication and I've just like increased since I was born and and that's a weird thing, too, is like my OB and all my doctors I've ever had are like, oh, my God, you were diagnosed when you were born. That's so weird. That's like I never hear about that. So anyway, like if I was like kind of going like down a dark hole or feeling like signs of depression, it was usually just because I had to get my thyroid checked. So with Wes, I was like pretty positive, like all pregnancy and then like the anxiety really amped up postpartum. And I, if like I had more days, like what I was having, I probably like would have been like reaching out to my OB or like the midwives and started something more. But after, I mean, I've brought this story up like so many times, like after talking to you, after talking to the nurse at Mercy, I, it like, just like a weight was like lifted off my shoulders like oh this is like normal to be feeling this 
And then it just kind of, I guess, went away in a little, in a little bit. But I was like, you know, there are things like pop up here and there. But that's like when I really noticed signs of anxiety for myself. And then once I got pregnant this time around, man, oh man, it's been a different story. Um, I was having a lot of bad days, more than good days, like that first trimester of the nausea and having like a toddler and just everything in life. I just felt like I was so down in the dumps, like I guess like more than five days a week, I was, I think I was like crying or not feeling myself. Uh, Sure enough, my thyroid was all out of whack, but it was to the point where I was like, this can't be like just my thyroid. Like this has to do a lot with just everything. I was not feeling good. That was a big part of it. That really like goes into like a lot of your mental health. Uh, then to like, we were doing a family vacation to Florida and we drove and like with a 13 month old, oh my God, I never want to do that again. <laughs> that was so hard. And yeah, that was like, I mean, the trip was fun, like being at the beach and everything, but like driving there and driving home were the worst. And then like getting back on Wesley's schedule was like, oh God. I just remember like those three days of coming home and we're like, who is this? (laughs) But right after we got back from Florida, I did talk to a doctor and was, I got like a prescription made out for depression medication and just like was going to see how it goes. I got my thyroid levels checked and again, they were all out of whack. And I think it's because I'm having a girl. Like when I was diagnosed, it's like very common in women. And so like with Wes, like my thyroid was like, perfect the whole pregnancy I got him checked for his levels when he was born and they were fine I really think it's because it's a girl I think I feel like a part of I think she's gonna have what I have like of the very underactive thyroid and like getting diagnosed at birth and so I think that's why like my thyroid's been so off and I've I'm on like I'm taking two pills a day which feels crazy and like my just the doses are so high. And like my sister's like, I'm on half of that. Maybe even less than half. Yeah. So it, yeah, I think uh, I've been like reading a lot into that. I did pick up the prescription for depression medication. I have it sitting in my medicine cabinet and I haven't touched it. I don't know if it's a mental thing or I think I was like trying to give myself some more time. But I, I don't. Like, I don't feel guilty for taking it or anything. More than anything, I think I'm just, like, trying to wait until she's born. Because, like, we're so close now. It's, like, what's the point? Because we are so close. And, like, I feel good. So I do feel like once she's here, though, there's definitely going to be a shift. So I'm going to be taking care of two kids under two. And it's going to be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Is the thyroid condition hereditary, like, or genetic, something that you, yeah. you were passed along? Yeah, well, it's kind of weird because, like, more, it's so common to get diagnosed when you're older. And so my mom had the hyperthyroid, uh, and then she, like, got it killed off with radioactive iodine when I was younger. 
And that's what actually we think gave her the cancer. Okay. Yeah. And then my sister has hypo. My niece has hypo. My grandma had hypo. But they were all diagnosed later in life. I was diagnosed three days after I was born. Yeah. So it's like so weird. And my mom always told me the story of like, she knew that something was different with me because like when she had all of her babies and one out of five, so like she had experience having some babies. And when all of us were born, we would all like look at her and like stare at her. But then me, I would like look away and like not stare at her and like kind of be out of it. And like, if you look up the sign and symptoms of hypothyroid, I have every single one of them. Yeah. So she like told the doctors like to check you. She just kept saying like, oh, this like doesn't feel right. Like this doesn't feel like how it normally feels. Just sharing like the eye contact thing. And then um, they, you know, like drawing blood and like doing all those tests in the beginning. And then they're like, we need Natalie back here. Then they just ran more tests. This is what my dad says at this point is like they just ran more tests and then found out that I have hypo hypothyroid so like my thyroid gland doesn't produce like any thyroid so that's where i have to take all that medication yeah so it doesn't like grow in my life or like play a big part but the depression aspect is like very much so i remember like my brother chris would like get the brunt of it and he would be like Dad, Natalie needs her medication. She's acting wild. She's yelling at me. <laughs> yeah. And then I think, you know, now I have <laughs> the poor men in my life. Like the thyroid played any role in like mood, but I mean, that makes sense of like it's a hormone, right? Mm -hmm. Or whatever. Yeah. I'm kind of ignorant of certain parts of our bodies like oh you're good <laughs> sometimes i don't even know like how to explain it but everything of like you're you're cold all the time your de depression weight gain like i fit all the symptoms i fit everything under there so yeah when i was like a couple of years ago i was having a hard time like losing weight and tired all the time my sister who has Hashimoto's. yeah that one she was yeah like, you should get checked for it Here's like the exact blood test you need to ask for and this, that. I got checked and mine were fine. So I, I think I was just being lazy. I don't know. <laughs> like, I thought I was exercising more than I really was. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's it's been a whirlwind. I'm really just happy to be over the nausea and that aspect of this pregnancy because that really set me for you know bad mental health no yeah. that's not fun that's hard yeah does is like obviously you know symptoms to look out for and like is sam like on alert for after baby girl is born oh yeah we've we talked about that a lot when wes was like when we were like expecting wesley of like here are signs and symptoms to look out for for depression. Um, I might have scared him a little bit of how much I talked about it, like how bad it could get. I don't think we were, I don't think either of us were expecting the anxiety I had because uh -huh. that was definitely a shift for myself and him of like how much anxiety I was having. 
And then with this one, we haven't talked about it much. I mean, he does like bring it up, like, you know, how are you going to be feeling and everything like that? And I'm like, no, no, but I feel comfortable enough to like talk about it with you, uh-huh. which obviously. So a huge aspect of it, though, like uh, having that person that you can talk to, you know, whether it's your doctor yeah. or your partner or <clears throat> parent or whatever. Yeah. So many people suffer in silence and yeah, just don't feel comfortable or have that person to talk to. Yeah. In a I mean, he's definitely, you know, yeah. But he's definitely mine. I mean, he has like a little bit of background with the mental health, being a therapist. So it feels good, like knowing that I can share this stuff. And I like made a note on our board, like the key is communication. Communication is the key for like myself to remember. I have to tell him what I'm feeling and thinking because he's not a mind reader. Yeah. 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 It's like I... When I was pregnant with Arthur, I never really, I mean, I heard about postpartum depression, like in my birthing class, like it's something to look out for, but like not having a history of depression or anxiety, I didn't think it would happen to me. So I never really like looked into the signs of either. Mm -hmm. And so Jason and I both didn't realize it. You know, he knew something was off and I knew something was off, but we obviously didn't know what it was because we weren't educated enough on that and i think that's a big part of it should be a bigger part of planning for a baby yeah yeah just knowing that it could happen to anyone too it's not just people who've had a history of it for sure yeah and then also like you had arthur he like turned one right at the beginning of the pandemic and then you were pregnant all during the pandemic like i can't even imagine how much that played a part that would be hard it was hard yeah it was hard being isolated during that pregnancy yeah i didn't get to have the baby showers or Mm -hmm. anyone getting to like celebrate with me or get to like see my belly growing or anything like that like yeah i I know excited for my work to we're still working at home, so like starting to like get back there, but then the you know cold and flu season hits and all these new viruses, and then you're like back to square one. Yeah, our new offices are supposed to open in October, so I'm just ready to get back in the office. And it's funny, I never thought about work being such a large part of my life. I mean, obviously, I'm there eight hours a day, but like as of such a big like social support and just feeling part of society <laughs> like <laughs> being out in the world you know yeah yeah i know you got some good work friends yeah and they're all gone now <laughs> we're looking at you megan yeah. <laughs> corinne so just signing off here if you are feeling signs of symptom or signs and symptoms of depression or anxiety Please reach out to your OB, primary care doctor, a psychiatrist, a mental health professional, just to get started. And there, there's no stigma. There should not be any stigma around any kind of medication that helps you and supports you mm-hmm. and being your best self. And it doesn't mean you're going to be on it forever either, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and a big sign of anxiety and depression is just not feeling like yourself. So, 
definitely talk to someone. That's a huge yeah. Talk to someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Golden Hour Girls just here breaking out all the stigmas around motherhood. Booyah. <laughs> and we will see you next episode. Yep. Bye.